Hello, today is day five of the Daily New Testament third quarter, and we are going over 1 Corinthians 7. The devotional says, some misunderstand Christian views on sex and assume sex is a dirty thing that God finds disgusting. Uh, Paul says sex within marriage is a good thing. He gives flexibility on the issue of marriage. If a person is single, that is a, a great thing. If a person does so in order to serve God, it's better. But marriage is the right choice for many who cannot avoid sexual temptation. That doesn't sound very romantic, but Paul seems more concerned with doing the right thing than romance. He also emphasizes the permanence of marriage, just as Jesus did with limited expectations. People views of sex and marriage can be different than God's, but God's view is designed for our benefit. When people adopt more casual views, sex and marriage becomes meaningless. It is life really better without commitments to God and each other? Or isn't life really better with... Is life really better without commitment to God or each other? For those of you who don't know the answer, that is no. (laughs) Um, I'm sure everyone knows that. All right, so let's go over 1 Corinthians 7. This one's a little bit longer, so brace yourself. But Now for the matter you wrote about, it is good for a man not to marry. But since there is so much immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marital duties to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife's body does not belong to her own, but also to her husband. In the same way, the husband's body does not belong to him alone, but also to his wife. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command. I wish that all men were as I am, but each man has his own gift from God. One has this gift, and another has that. Now, to the unmarried and the widows, I say it is good for them to stay unmarried as I am. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. It is better to marry than to burn with passion. To the married, I give this command, not I, but the Lord. A wife must not separate from her husband, but if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband. And if the husband must not divorce his wife. To the rest, I say this, I, not the Lord, if anyone, if any brother has a wife who is not a believer and she is willing to live with him, he must not divorce her. And if a woman has a husband who is a believer and he is willing to live with her, she must not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through her believing husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean, and it, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbeliever leaves, let him do so. A believing man or woman is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. 
how do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? Nevertheless, each one should retain the place in life that the Lord has assigned them into which God has called uh, him. This is the rule I lay down in all the churches. Was a man already circumcised when he was called? He should not become uncircumcised. Was a man uncircumcised when he was called? He should not become circumcised. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing. Keeping God's command is what counts. Each one should remain in the situation he was in when God called him. Were you a slave when you were called? Do not let it trouble you, although if you can gain your freedom, do so. For he who was a slave when he was called by the Lord is the Lord's free man. Similarly, he who was a free man when he was called is Christ's slave. You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. Brothers, each man has a, has a responsibility to God should remain in the situation God called him to. Now about the virgins, I have no command from the Lord, but I have a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of the present crisis, I think it is good for you to remain as you are. Are you married? Do not seek divorce. Are you unmarried? Do not look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if virgins marry, she has not sinned. But if those who marry will face trouble, but those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you of this. What I mean, brothers, is that our time here is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they had none, those who mourn as if they did not, those who are happy as if they were not, those who buy something as if it was not theirs to keep, those who use things of this world as if not engrossed in them. For the world is not present, in its present form, is passing away. I would like you to be free from concern. An, un, an unmarried man is, not, is concerned for the Lord's affair, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of the world, how he can please his wife. And his interests, aren't his interests divided? An unmarried woman or a virgin is concerned about the Lord's affair, her aim is to be devoted Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you but that you may live in a right way in an undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone thinks he is acting improperly toward the virgin, he is to engage. And if she is getting along in years and feels he ought to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who has settled the matter in his own heart and mind who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. So then, he who marries the virgin does right, and he who does not marry her does even better. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives, but if 
her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord, and in my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is. And I think that, too, that I, too, have the Spirit of God. Father, help us to be content with how you have placed us uh, in this world, how we were when we found you, that if we... um, if we are married, that we seek not to get a divorce, and that if we are going through troubling times uh, in a marriage, because as Paul told us, when you are married, you will have many troubles, and it's true, um, that we don't try to get out of the marriage, but that we that we try to submit our hearts to you, Father, and to you, Holy Spirit, and to let your power and your peace work through that situation, because it truly is not possible for us to to not uh, let the flesh override in those situations unless we are allowing you to work in those situations. Um, help help those that are going through those those struggles to allow their their hearts not to become hard but to become melted by you Jesus that um that we remember your words that we remember how we are not our own but we were bought at a price that um that you are able in Christ we can uh do all things you are able to reconcile all situations but uh also for those who have gone through a divorce you know help them help them not to have uh shame or or um you know guilt but to trust that you are able to still work in in their lives and to if if they become a Christian and they, you know, think that they have to get out of their relationship, to trust that, you know, God's saying, if they if your spouse is wanting to stay with you, you don't need to leave, that he can work in that situation. Um, really, let our hearts just be focused on you, Father. Uh, if we focus as individuals focus our hearts on you, you will bring all all hearts around us to be in unity with us. Um, but it's whenever we stop focusing on you when is when disunity and um, lack of favor happens with others. Help us to recognize that You have different goals and tasks for each of us, and that we should we should come to you and ask you about those and what it what the plans are you have for our lives because there are people you choose not to have married, and you do have certain plans and goals for them to accomplish but I also believe that i mean it's pretty prevalent through the Bible that you have chosen families to bless the Lord 
or to bless the world and that you have um, given the family's gifts just as you have given each of us believers as gifts. And you are able to use us in manners to, um, to bless this world. So I ask that you help us to see all of that. Help us to follow you. Help us to yoke ourselves to you, Jesus, and to be filled with you, Holy Spirit, and to trust your word, Lord, that what you said is true and what you say you will, you will bring it to pass. Um, we ask all this in your wonderful name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And we look forward to meeting up with you next week. And um, 